no see you guys if you didn't listen to the last podcast i put out want to start a business but don't know where to start try this um that is my tried and true i will always stand by that no matter what if you truly do want to start a business don't know how to do it don't know where to start go and listen to that last podcast. I give some great insight into my own business, what I've personally tried and failed at. And yeah, I honestly always wanted to be an entrepreneur and start a business and I didn't really know where to start. So in that podcast, I get really in depth into how I kind of started selling clothing online and you can too. I believe in you and lots and lots of people are doing it. The best time to start a business um, is right now. So go check it out. Now, kind of the elephant in the room, if you might've checked out my social media on Instagram, maybe eBay, Depop, wherever, you might've noticed that I'm only on eBay right now. So why did I do that? Why did I go off of all these other platforms I was previously on. Well, it all goes back to Poshmark, honestly. Um, Poshmark pissed me the fuck off. I was getting horrible sales, uh, low wall offers on quite literally everything, almost everything I was listing. So let's say I was doing like 15 or 20 listings a day and then I would get uh, one or two low ball offers and like zero likes and just a bunch of follows. So now on my Poshmark account, I have like maybe over 30,000 followers. That means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. I did buy uh, a subscription to Posher VA for a minute because I was like, oh, like this will help me get sales or whatever because I did subscribe to Depop refresh tools and those Depop refresh tools do help your store out 100%. Um, I don't feel like it was helping out on Poshmark at all. It was so pathetic. I'm like, I'm just literally throwing money away, getting no return in my investment. So I was fucking done. And also I was like, you know what? My bank account, (laughs) the bank account bestie, uh, it's not looking too great. I 100% dove like head first into reselling not really knowing anything, really. Uh, Just my gut instinct, like, oh, this is cute. I should buy it and sell it and not really thinking about, oh, these brands sell well for me. These brands sell to my ideal customer well. So I'm going to pick these up. I was just picking up whatever I thought was cute and whatever I thought was going to sell. Kind of like the magic touch facade like oh maybe you know I have something which don't get me wrong I have picked up and sold lots and lots of items just based off of intuition just like oh this is cute it's a cute one-off piece and I'm gonna make some coin on it and I definitely did but at the end of the day my whole store quickly filled up with items that I just couldn't move just because it was cute but like nobody was searching for it and it was such like an off-brand thing it was weird and um didn't do good in the algorithm and I learned a lot from actually listening to another reseller's podcast I subscribed to his whole patreon and I learned so so much about reselling and what it actually entails and you know what um 
I'm taking a step back. I really am. So I'm only on eBay just because eBay was my number one platform. It quickly skyrocketed uh, past Depop. Depop was my number one. Hence the name for the podcast was originally like making more money on Depop or something. I can't think of it at the top of my head, but I had something to do with Depop. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to get sued by Depop. So let me change the name. But ultimately Depop was my number one. And then second was eBay and eBay really took off. I'm on eBay. That's that. So that's why I'm no longer on other platforms. Did I unsubscribe from Vendu? Yes, I did because I'm no longer on any platforms and I actually have a database system my boyfriend made for me and that I use in the background. So it kind of does the work that Vendu does for me and he built that for me and I love him and I love every single thing he does for me. So I use that instead of Vendu right now. Is reselling over for me? I think so? I don't know. Uh, Probably not, but I'm definitely taking a step back from it because I have a job lined up and it is actually a job that I want. So let's go back a couple weeks ago, shall we? I was applying for sales and marketing jobs. I really wanted to get out there and maybe become a recruiter, someone in HR. And I land this recruiter position job. Oh my gosh. Um, The interview, I land the interview. I have a phone interview. It goes great. I have a second interview. It's downtown Austin. I paid like $28 for parking on the first day. What the fuck? Um, I also lost my car kind of. I was like walking around several blocks, got horrible blisters, but did a second interview, met with like two managers of different departments. They both liked me. The third interview, I interviewed with the CEO and the VP, total dickheads. Um, I don't know why the fuck I was meeting with the CEO and VP because it was an entry-level recruiter position, but basically they spit in my face and they were like, you know what? Um, I don't think you know what we do as salespeople. Um, We're all about profits, it's not about the people. And I'm thinking to myself like, you know what, that's so fucking weird because as a recruiter, your job is to make relationships with the potential candidates and hiring managers. So it's all about relationships really. And they were like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about relationships. We give a fuck about profits. And I was just like, okay, what the fuck? And so I got grilled for an hour, but basically at the end of it, I walked away and I was like, you know what? I really need to get my head out of my ass and focus on what I want to do, what I like really want to do, like what's going to make me happy. One thing that's always made me happy, weirdly enough, is psychology. If you don't know, uh, I have a background in psychology. My undergraduate degree is a bachelor's of science in psychology with a minor in anthropology. So I'm very much about people, learning about people and their cultures and diversity and something in that shit ass recruiter job interview just struck me to my core. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop trying to chase the money because it was like 40k base salary plus commission. And they were like, yeah, like at the end of the first year, you'll be making 80K, something crazy like that. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Sounds good. But I'm so glad it didn't go well 
I really am because I didn't really want that job. I thought I wanted the money. And after meeting people who seriously only cared about the money really put things into perspective for me. And it sounds like super weird, um, but that's what I thought I wanted. And that kind of relates back into my reselling business in the way that I wasn't necessarily doing it for the money, but it turned into, oh, I want to do this for the money so that I can move out. And that was my whole objective, like, oh, I'm going to scale this business and get a whole bunch of money and then move out and then, you know, potentially live in a nice neighborhood or whatever. And honestly, it is super difficult to scale quickly, especially on eBay. And eBay pretty much always been my number one goal just because they have like a worldwide market and they're so um, set up in a way where I could do global shipping, USA shipping, whatever, and really expand my business on eBay. So I was focusing super hard listing every single day, like no joke for months, every single day, maybe four or five months. What is it? May? Yeah. So end of January, I started listing every day and I did the, oh, I'm going to start doing 10 a day, then 15, then 20. And then I scaled it back and I was like, okay, let me do 12. And no matter what, I listed every single day. I was shipping out same day or next day, which I still am. Don't get me wrong. But um, I was like literally anytime a sale came in, drop everything, go pack it up, ship it. And ultimately... I was chasing the money and I got burnt out because I was chasing the money. And at the end of the day, I wasn't truly satisfied. I felt like just like a cog in the machine. Like I wasn't doing too much. I wasn't talking to anybody. Reselling is very solitary work. Um, It's very at home. And like, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life straight up. And you know, almost halfway through the year, I'm like, you know, I'm so grateful I had that shit interview because I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop chasing the money and reselling. I'm going to stop chasing the money and these potential jobs that I could or could not have. And I'm going to go for something that I actually love, which is psychology and working my way into the field of psychology. So my ultimate goal, my like, I guess, five-year plan was to go ahead and build up my eBay business, whatever, and then kind of do that on the side while I was getting my master's degree. So kind of like set it up for the next two years, have like a running business and then go get my master's. And I think I want to do marriage and family counseling right now. And then, you know, continue into that. I do have the GPA to go to a master's program right now, but really the average age for a master's degree is like 25 or to 27 years old. And I'm 23. I want to fit in. Like I don't, I've never even had like a psychology-esque job. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to feel like a fucking fraud and I don't want to do this all willy nilly. This is something that's really important to me. So I did job hunt for a psychology job. And I did get one. Yay. I have a job lined up in a field that I'm actually excited for. And I am getting paid 
I mean, not yet. I start next week, but I will be getting paid a pretty good wage. I'll be getting paid a wage to where I won't be on the streets. I won't be starving. Um, I'll be able to like get coffee on the weekends because honestly, like all I care about going out on the weekends to like a nice restaurant with my boyfriend, getting a couple drinks, like an Aperol spritz or something, and like walking at Zilker Park and like getting new sports bras. Like I, I cannot stress to you enough how much I love buying new sports bras. Okay, does anybody else feel that way? Uh, yeah, sorry, that was like a side, little side tangent right there. Um, but ultimately, like it is these simple things in life, and I am super excited for this job. And you know what? I had that in interview. And it felt right. It felt right driving to the place, going to the place. My outfit felt right. I like bought a new pair of like flats for the interview. Um, I got to meet some like potential clients. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but it did feel right. And I was like, wow, um, you know, this is my career. This is where my career is meant to start. Um, it's not meant to start on eBay. I wasn't going to get anywhere within the field of psychology on eBay. I was going to get money and I just don't think that's worth it for me. I think I want to be happy in the long run. And the ultimate goal was always therapist. I've wanted to be a therapist since high school. I would say maybe 16 or 17 years old. That's when I really started going hard into psychology and like wanting to be a therapist. And that's been my goal since then, since 15 or 16 years old. And getting this new job will allow me to be on the path of where I want to be in the field of psychology. So super happy about that. I will probably always resell things on the side just because personally I like buying clothes. Um, I buy a lot of my clothes from buy, sell, trade stores. If you've never thrifted in a buy, sell, trade store, highly recommend. It is a step up above your run-of-the-mill Goodwill or Red Racks or Thrift Town, something like that. Your mom-and-pop thrift stores. I go to Uptown Cheapskate. If you've never been to Uptown Cheapskate, think Plato's Closet, but like a little more Year. Like they got like a Hermes bag, like a Birkin bag or whatever up front. It's very bougie. I love those stores. So highly recommend. I always thrift though. And I always love giving back to the community as well. Whenever a piece is like worn out or I'm just not feeling it anymore, I'm either going to take it into Uptown Cheapskate if I think they're going to take it or I'll go ahead and just re-donate it back to Goodwill, Salvation Army, something like that just because um, I like clothes but I'm not going to contribute to like fast fashion, right? I want good quality clothes and when those good quality clothes aren't doing it for me anymore, then I can go back, backtrack a little bit and go get some more good quality secondhand clothes, if that makes any sense. And I am so happy to say that, um, not this week, but last week I did go into Uptown Cheapskate and I took in some stuff and I got like over almost 60 bucks. I got like 55, maybe $60, something like that. And then I went again this week and it was a bunch of new stuff and it was from garage sales that I'd went to a couple weeks ago 
and I got some really good stuff. I got some like brand new jeans from Garage, a bunch of like Nike sweatpants, leggings, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna resell this, but I know Uptown's gonna take it. And I did what they call a drop off, and I didn't have to wait in the store. I hate waiting in the store for when you were trying to sell clothes and they like try to get you to stay in there they're like yeah it's gonna be like an hour or two like bitch I'm not gonna sit here no wi-fi they don't have wi-fi there's no free wi-fi no coffee bar nothing like that and the first time I went there was like a Kirby Lane by there I don't know if Kirby Lane is like only an Austin thing or something, but it's basically like a cafe, super cute, bougie. And I got a plate of Brussels sprouts and some coffee and it was chill. It was a good time. And I went on my laptop and I was like doing job resumes. I think that's when I applied for the job I have lined up actually. But like literally an hour, hour and a half, I was like, bro, like, I can't sit here with no Wi-Fi. Like, I'm, I'm taking my ass to Kirby, and I truthfully tried to go to Torchy's first. Um, no Wi-Fi. They don't have free Wi-Fi at Torchy's, so be mindful of that, honestly. Um, Kirby is a win-win. And I think the Wi-Fi password was, like, pancakes or something. So that was lit. That was cool. But garage sales, oh, my gosh. These garage sales have been so damn good like I said I got a brand new pair of garage jeans like tags and all this girl just bought these jeans was like oh I don't I'm not feeling it and the tag was like $54.95 and I'm like bro <laughs> I hope you got these on sale you know because I only paid her like 10 bucks uh, maybe less for the jeans honestly but I took them in a uptown it's all good but basically yeah, if you are strapped for cash, hit up hit up a garage sale, hit up an estate sale. It is a vibe. You never know what the fuck you're gonna find. And it's kind of cool meeting the people, meeting the faces behind the items, especially at an estate sale. And estate sales, I feel like, are relatively like a taboo topic like oh no like somebody died or whatever like that's not always the case like you can have an estate sale if there's a divorce if there's you know one spouse is alive and the other one died you know several years ago then it's not entirely sad I've been to very happy estate sales actually and you know I have been to sad ones too but um most most of the time it's a vibe uh, you never know what you're going to find. I just saw this like YouTube video of this lady. Her name's Lori. Lori's Boston Found. She lives in Boston. I love that name. I think it's very fitting. But she like found some Birkin bags or something at an estate sale. Like, no, like no joke. Like hit up an estate sale, try it out, see if you're into it. And you can find much more than clothes. Usually it's not clothes. Um, I would primarily go for the clothes just because vintage, you know, but uh, they have like literally everything. Like if you've never been in a estate sale, like it is literally everything in the fucking house. It is, it's a, it's a good time. Um, if it's not a sad one, if it's a sad one, I would say it's still a good time, but like, like don't haggle. 
Like, you shouldn't be haggling at an estate sale as it is, but, like, if it's a sad, somber tone, do not haggle. And um, the longer the estate sales have been open, so let's say they're doing, like, a three-day one. So first day, full price. Second day, maybe, like, 20% off. Third day, 50-plus percent off. So... I would recommend going the first day, actually, just because that's when they're going to have the best stuff and going on the last day. The middle day is kind of like a cash grab. So I would go first or last day. And to kind of end this podcast on a good and fun note, I have been taking these gummies every single day. They literally have changed my life. They are the Ollie Hello Happy Gummy Worms for an upbeat mood with vitamin D and saffron. And when I tell you guys, like, no joke, these work. Like, I am the type of person where if I have a lot of caffeine, I will get really on edge. I'll get snappy. I'll just feel weird. And I take a Hello Happy Gummy from Ollie and it makes me like self-actualize it makes me like stop in my tracks and be like okay hold on like why am I upset in the first place those have been a lifesaver for me and I was taking these other ones called goodbye stress keep calm and stay alert with GABA G-A-B-A L-theanine theanine I don't know how to say that I'm gonna say theanine and lemon balm oh my gosh pop pop one of these if you're like really sensitive to like drugs or whatever this isn't drugs it's all herbal um pop one if you're like really sensitive pop two if like you want to pass the fuck out like these make me go to sleep i cannot stress to you enough goodbye stress i'm telling you these actually work and i am not sponsored by them at all the goodbye stress ones though they kind of stink they're kind of stinky um, but the Hello Happy Gummy Worms taste like orange juice. Um, they're like a little stinky, but not as stinky as the Goodbye Stress ones. <laughs> but the Hello Happy ones taste like, like those peach rings, but like orange peach rings. Yeah, uh, I can't describe it any other way than that, but literally they, they do help me. I cannot say why or how. Um, like it literally might just be a placebo effect, but God fucking damn it. Like if it helps me get through the day, it's fucking worth it. And I think I have a bigger one and there's 60 gummies. I take one or two a day. I'll take two if I'm like really tweaking the fuck out, but just one is good. Um, and this was like 18 something. So almost $20, maybe a little over $20 with tax included super easy to get and find and sometimes they go on sale at heb so that's a fucking best been taking those and it's really elevated my whole life honestly and really got me back into the mood to continue this podcast i have plans for this podcast to kind of take a step back with reselling with all of y'all and kind of talk more about what's going on in my life and you know possibly my job or whatever um just yeah I think I want to start going more towards the like self-help psychology kind of realm of things because that's ultimately like what I want to do for a job and if I could also do that 
at on the side, like share that with y'all. I think that would be super, super helpful and great. And literally, if one person listens to this, if I get one like, one review, it, it really doesn't matter. Like that, helping one person really means the world to me. And literally nothing else matters. Like one person, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you are that one person, thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys on the next one. Bye.